Mic'd Up Movies Podcast. Three guys, three mics, talking about movies. We're still looking for Wakanda on a map. Hello, everybody. This is Steve Huse. I'm here with good friends on the Mic'd Up Movie Podcast, Sam Carmony. Sam, how you doing? Hey, sir. And Austin Taylor. How are you, buddy? I'm doing great. That's cool. Um, guys, it's been a hot minute, uh, but a big-time movie's come out in the uh, Worcester Movie Theater multiplex. Uh, the Black Panther by the Marvel Comics Universe, I guess. Um, oh, I thought you were talking about Samson in the Bible. No, oh, it's no, in there no. too. That that comes out like in July or something, right? <laughs> oh, it's there right now. Oh, okay. I did not see that one. I missed it. I went and saw Black Panther, so we could talk about Samson and whatever the hell later. Um, guys, I think we all agree that we love superhero movies and superheroes. We and, can agree on that. You know, not necessarily the capes and all that stuff, but this was the new movie from Marvel. What did we think of this real quick? Well, I thought it was, uh, after reading all the critic reviews and everybody talked about it, I thought it was very underwhelming. Underwhelming? Yeah, I just thought it would be a lot better, and it just seemed like a movie that was needed more. I, ne- I needed more from the main character with flaws. I didn't really like, I didn't really like how it was like this goody two-shoe kid and everything else. That's it. So. <laughs> I mean, so the okay. So real quick, the uh, do you want to do the plot real quick, Austin? You're the plot guy. Oh geez, uh, this one was not my strongest. I was a little bored by it at first. Okay. Since talking with you guys afterward, I I enjoyed. I mean, I would say I enjoyed it. That was my base level. But well, so I mean, it's the origin story. So we get even though we saw the Black Panther in Civil War, um, this is his backstory, and we got to kind of learn about him a little bit. Yeah, so I mean, the, basically the movie starts out, <clears throat> they're in the projects, and all of a sudden, you have this, like, they kind of just surprise you before even the credits roll with a with a scene from the movie, and it happens to be, uh, was it his brother, or was it his nephew, or I think it was his brother. Yeah, yeah. it was his, it was Black Panther's brother, the original Black Panther's brother, or the, the father of the main character's brother. Right. And he was basically over there doing some illegal stuff and everything else. Well, the whole thing goes through and they end up killing him and fast forwards into present day. And here the father that had, that had killed the, the uh, brother, which you didn't find out then until the middle of the movie. Right. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> we're a little yeah, late is, on those. It yeah, seems. <laughs> if you're new to the Mike Up Movie Podcast, we're spoiler heavy here. We're talking movies we've already seen. Yeah. And so then... The son now takes over the role of Black Panther and has to go through the initiation process and all the other things to where he fights oh, any challengers or anything like that, and he passes that part. Now he's legitimately the, the Black Panther at the time. Well, the storyline goes on, and there's this evil guy, Claw, Ulysses Claw, and he's basically stealing this precious metal that's from Wakanda, and somehow this precious metal from Wakanda... Oh, it's made it made the shield and stuff like that. Oh yeah, it's got all kinds of magic. It's got oh, all sorts right. of I forgot so, about that. All sorts yeah. of ties to the Marvel comic uh-huh. universe or whatever. And this special metal is like in abundance down there and they have had this advanced society that they're hiding from the rest of the world out in the middle of Africa in this place called Wakanda. And um, we're Which still is lo- fictional. We yeah. were we're not looking for it on a map. We yeah. know it's fictional. <laughs> Well, I'm that big of an idiot. I was looking for it. Austin, Austin's still looking. I'm <laughs> Googling it right now. <laughs> so then 
as they move on through the movie, uh, we get introduced to these new characters like Eric Killmonger, and we get introduced to uh, how he's going to try and take over the realm of Black Panther because he's actually Wakandan. He is the son of the of the uncle to the now current Black Panther, T'Challa. Right. Yeah. The, yeah. And we saw Killmonger's dad killed in like the opening scene, and everybody's kind of wondering what the hell that meant. Yeah. So the whole thing goes, and he challenges T'Challa to the to the battle royale, and you know, then you start to get to see the entire side of Killmonger, and you're like sitting here looking at his arm, and he's got these little divots on his arm and they oh, stand yeah. for every single kill that he's had and finally he takes his shirt off for this big battle and he's got divots all over his upper body i mean covers yeah. his entire upper body probably like exactly one inch from one inch square completely over his body right which by the way michael b jordan did a great job playing eric Kilmer. oh he was awesome he's legit he was legit a cool character actor. like I, w- I wasn't a big fan of black panther but Killmonger. wait did he you took my breath away bad actor no, he's a legit actor. Oh, okay. Yeah, Michael sorry. B. Jordan, I love him. Okay. Yeah. Yes, he, could do, he could do no wrong in my He was opinion. great. Yeah. Yeah. So then they fight, and oh, long story short, Panther gets thrown over a ledge. Things happen. You know, they no longer have their powers because of this flower and like blah, 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 blah. Fast forward, they both somehow regain the Black Panther powers by eating this special flower, and then. They have the battle royale fight, and in the end, obviously, the Black Panther wins because he's the good guy, yada, 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 and that's basically the synopsis of the story. Um, the one major difference between the two was that Eric Killmonger wanted to take all of the, the precious metals and the powers of the Black Panther and bring them back <clears throat> to America and have a revolution to like bring about the great power of let's say the black community in America and have a revolution, you know, almost similar to a while of black Panther party or the revolutionary parties of the sixties and the civil rights yeah. movement, but through force, yeah. he wanted to kill everybody basically. And then obviously black Panther, he's not all about that. Right. So I, I think we'd be remiss if we didn't mention the fact that it, this is at its core. I mean, it's a superhero movie. It's about superheroes based on a comic book from the, Marvel comic universe, but it also delves into social commentary a lot. And it kind of juxtaposes like the colonized African continents versus like what's happened with the black diaspora in America. And, you know, it it has those two viewpoints kind of battling each other literally in this movie. And that's, that's where I thought this was really interesting was, I mean, I think we can all safely say like, it didn't speak to us as well because we're not African-American, but to African-Americans, this is a powerful story that it, it leaves a lot of questions up in the air. It has a lot of ethics at its core hinged in comic book characters. So to me, that's why this was very interesting. Was it, it does both of those things at once. It, it tells a story. It tells the origin story of the black Panther as a hero, but we've got other social issues that it's dealing with at the same time. And I think does a really good job with, uh, Austin thoughts. I did like that dynamic actually. And I thought, um, it, it, it was the first Marvel movie that I can think of that really kind of, uh, just 
shows the difficulty that superheroes deal with in terms of their decision making because yeah, you're going to be conflicted and sometimes you may have to compromise your values. And a lot of times it's sort of this idealized, like everything I do is right because I'm a superhero, but that's not going to be the case. And sometimes you, the right thing may not seem like the right thing. You're going to do things that may seem contradictory to who you thought you wanted to be, who you say you want to be. But in those moments, you're like, okay, this is the reality of what I'm dealing with. And this is, I'm going to go a different way than I maybe originally thought I might. So there was some cool conflict there, and that part was a really interesting aspect of this story. Right, because that's why I think we all enjoy superhero movies, is there's there's the physical aspect of the superhero being challenged like physically, and his powers are put to the test. But there's also a mental aspect, you know, with every superhero. Yeah, those those friendships are tested, the family's tested, or his society's tested, something like that. Sam? Well, I thought there was a theme where it was like the sins of thy father. Mm-hmm. Because at the beginning of the movie, the father kills his brother and then just leaves his child there to grow up without a father. Right. And so then the Black Panther, who is the son of the father who killed the uncle, whatever. I mean, like, I, if you watch the movie, you'll understand what I'm talking about. Right. And then he has to basically clean up the mess that his father made with Killmonger, mm-hmm. Eric Killmonger. And so... When you look at basically that kind of that storyline that they had there, you know, it's like you said, you're going to talk about superheroes and how they're supposed to do the right thing or they're supposed to do the wrong. Well, his father's the one who screwed up. And then he's got to sit there and clean up the mess. Right. And then it doubles over into like, oh, should we share the technology with everybody in the world? Should we do this? Should we do that? And then, the, you know, I mean, obviously the ending was what everybody wanted to see. Right, right. The good guy wins out and saves the day, blah, blah, blah. That's that's where I thought this was also an interesting movie was um, off the top of my head, I can't really think of another superhero who's like this. Their origin story didn't just come out of nowhere. It didn't just, it's not just happenstance. Like the Black Panther is a hero that's been passed down from generation to generation. And it's, yeah, it's like this magical power that anybody can obtain through this like flower thing. But it, it's got like that patriarchal structure, like father passes it to son and there's challenges and all that stuff. So that I thought was an interesting twist that we hadn't seen in the Marvel Universe before. Were there superheroes before Black Panther? Was this the original superhero? The original Black Panther? Mean? Well, yeah, they said in the movie, like this has been, the Black Panther is like the the protector of Wakanda passed well, down That's what I mean. Like, were there any, the Black Panther's been around for ages. So yeah, is, yeah. All the other ones maybe popped up after that, right? I hadn't really thought about that until you mentioned this. Um, well, they didn't really show up, but like they said in that opening sequence, like whenever that meteorite hit that gave Wakanda vibranium, like Black Panthers have existed since then. So I don't know. 5, I would love to know years, the years, ten thousand years, like. Oh, yeah, I'm not on. a big comic book. 5,000, 10,000 years? Come on now. When, I mean, whenever the heck it was. I don't know. But <laughs> a while there, ago. I would love to know a timeline on that, though, because I was thinking about... Because right. isn't Captain America's shield made of vibranium? Yeah, vibranium. I thought it was vibranium so, and adamantium. Well, how, did, like, how would he have gotten that? Is. That was a question I had, was how did he get that when no one knew about this technology that Wakanda had? So Well, Tony Stark's yeah. a pretty advanced guy. This is true. And that's interesting because I just watched <laughs> Civil War again, and at the end of Civil War when they're fighting Captain America and Iron Man, uh, and there's that epic battle between them, Captain uh, Iron Man says to Captain America, like, you don't 
deserve that shield. My father built it. So yeah, somehow Howard Stark built the shield that Captain America had. Hmm. Yeah, because he built it for World War Two. Yeah. But, but we're getting off topic here. Yep, but, sorry. But found, <laughs> but found uh, you know, vibranium somewhere. Yeah. While we're on the topic of the suit, yeah. Steve, you and I talked about this. Maybe the coolest suit in all of superhero lore. I thought it was sweet. I think it's hands down the coolest suit we've seen in any, not just Marvel. Iron thing. Man's pretty great, but that's, it's just different. I like this one. You guys are nuts. <laughs> what do you... You got a better suit. It's not a suit. It's a skeleton. Wolverine has the best suit. Uh, this is built in. You never have to take it off. It comes out of his hands. I mean, so yeah, that well, maybe that's the best skeleton. But his slowly killed him. I watched that movie too again. His <laughs> is slowly alert. killing him over the course no, of the that Logan was high, high fructose corn syrup. He had one too many... Pepsi's or Cokes, whatever he drinks. Now, um, I will give you that. I, I mean, like, us. the Black Panther suit was pretty cool. But the, the, the thing that really gets me hung up on Black Panther is I like the superheroes when they're out of the suit. All right? Hmm. Like, okay, I like the flaws in the okay. suit. I like them when they're out of the suit. Okay. So when he's out of the suit, I mean, Eric Killmonger beats him down. And he should because Eric Killmonger is a mercenary who has been killing hundreds and hundreds of people. And is like just He's the, a beast. the biggest BA that you've met, you know? Yeah. And so, of course, you should beat him down. Well, and he was Apollo Creed's son. So that's just. <laughs> yeah, yeah okay. just He's got that going yeah. for him. So, like, I don't understand, like, how all this, how, how people have, like, such a high regard for the Black Panther compared to Eric Killmonger. Because Eric Killmonger grew up in the projects. He had to get him up from nothing, he had to work his way up. Now, maybe that was with war and mercenary work and killing people, but, you know, I mean, Black Panther was a prince. I mean, how hard of a life did he live? So what you're telling me is a guy who grew up in war, who basically did all of this stuff, learned all this fighting stuff, has basically the same genetics as Black Panther, is all of a sudden, because they eat a flower, now he's going to be less? Well, see, and that's also why I like this movie, is that's like the core question of what all the characters are struggling against. Yes, you have a character in Killmonger who's hardened. He's living in Oakland. Um, Black Panther's like the Steph Curry. Of yeah, he's seen like the Rodney King <laughs> in the analogy. L.A. riots. He's seen like crack cocaine destroy the black community. And then, yeah, on the other hand, you have a prince in T'Challa who's just grown up with the silver spoon in his hand and his country's hidden from everybody. And those dynamics come to a head in the end because then when Killmonger takes the mantle of Black Panther, he wants revenge and wants to help prop up Africans around the world. And T'Challa is struggling with what to do. So yeah. I, that, that's why I think this movie is really interesting because it's you can find dynamics like that anywhere. And the father stuff, the father-son stuff. Usually the bad guy you're you don't find yourself being too sympathetic towards their position but in this movie you definitely yeah. do it's like okay you, yeah i can kind of get where he's coming from like and you sort of oh, empathize yeah. with him you know uh or sympathize yeah and so that yeah there's some interesting dynamics of playing this film that other marvel movies certainly don't have yeah did you have something to say? yeah i i just i can't get over the fact that killmonger is such a more likable character than black panther I mean, when you go to the Black That's Panther Society, 
it's like a patriarchal society where women are not equal. And like all of a sudden, he's supposed to be the superhero. Meanwhile, he's got all these women that are basically doing all the dirty work. Technology, women are sitting there fighting for him, or watching his back. And then he's the guy, like they're just propping him up. Killmonger, he treats his woman exactly the same as any other person. Shoots her right in the head. I mean, like he didn't, he didn't think, he didn't think twice. He's like, everybody's the same to me. And he didn't yeah. have anybody sitting there propping him up. And he was living basically on an independent realm. And I really found that endearing for him because he was kind of like the lone wolf going out there and doing his thing. Yeah, those, those, those struggles between the characters and the way that they all interacted was what was most uh, interesting for me. Because we hadn't seen that in an origin story. I mean, with all these Marvel movies are doing, like we've seen Captain America, we've seen Iron Man. Uh, Thor, Hulk. Black Panther was like the most complicated origin story, I thought. Everybody else was pretty cut and dry, Yeah, um, I thought. Um, and then they weaved it perfectly into the rest of this Avengers universe that they've built up. Um, I don't know. I was I was entertained, and I just thought the Black Panther was kind of... He's, like he's like a ninja, generally. Like, not the T'Challa character, but when he's got the suit on, he's a, he's a ninja. It's pretty cool to, to see that. The suit was badass i don't know um but yeah i th i think it's the coolest origin story so far that we've seen what do you guys think coolest origin story i mean well, i mean and i'm just talking like the marvel ones right you yeah know, and that's what i'm thinking of iron man i don't think they really did much with that the only i don't thing know they... i am just i've always been partial to iron man i loved him as a kid so maybe i'm i'm biased i liked his origin story what but... is it about iron man that you think is so cool um robert downey jr <laughs> oh so you hate the iron man you just love that it's robert no downey. actually i i don't know it's i guess i just like the um yeah i don't know i guess it is just the suit and i i always said if i could meet one famous person it would be robert downey jr so there's a lot of things playing into well, that well he's another character though who's struggling with the sins of his father throughout yes. the course of these movies yes well that's true because he yeah he finds out all that stuff about the weapons deals and he's like oh dang this is kind of a dirty business here all of a sudden and right tries to make it right but i don't know what do you think the character yeah well, i mean wolverine for me is the best origin Okay. I've always been partial to Wolverine. I never will change. And the latest movie, Logan, was just yeah. phenomenal. What is it about Wolverine that's uh, attractive to you as a superhero? I mean, he's born that way. No, he wasn't. He was an experiment, remember? Yeah, but he was born to heal himself. I mean, he's a mutant. He was born that way. And basically, he was made that way. And then in the origin movie that they had, the movie... The claws, like the bone structure, would actually push the claws out of his hands. Right. And there'd be bones. But in the movie, they basically replaced that with antimantium. And then he was like, then he had like the cool claws. Yeah. But I don't, I'm not real sure what the comic book series was like. I'm pretty sure he just had mm. the ability to reheal himself. And so the idea, that, the idea that he has been living for like hundreds of years, he can't even remember what he has been through. Like, they have that that they have that montage of him going through World War One and then World War Two and the Civil War and like going through all these wars and then he goes and gets his memory erased and then he has the claws. So 
He's a much more complex character because he's seen it all and he's done it all. And so when you're looking at him, he has a lot of flaws and there's a lot of things going wrong there, but he's always trying to do the right thing in his mind. And he's basically come from, he's went from the full spectrum of, you know, vagrant to top of the world as an X-Man. So, I mean, he's seen, he's had to work to get to that position or whatever you want to call it. I mean, you're just not handed a suit and said, here, Prince, you're a Black Panther. <laughs> right. And that, yeah, I'm glad you brought up Logan earlier, too, because I rewatched that movie as, uh, as well. I mean, he's Classic. always... It, it, yeah, you're probably right. I don't want to admit Sam Carmody's right, so I'm going to delete this <laughs> Well, Sam made quick. a comment to me once that Logan, Logan ruined like, every other Marvel movie for him, or maybe yeah. every other movie, because oh, it man. was really good. Logan just ruined everything because it was rated R, and you, it was reality, rated reality. Okay, that's what <laughs> R stands for. All right, if you want to do this like pom pom, you know, cheerleading stuff and have it all be PG thirteen, I mean, come on. Now. That's why Deadpool did so well too, probably. It is. I don't know if that was well, real, but I think it makes sense in the context of Wolverine because his like the main superpower everybody equates with him is claws out of his hands. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, that's gonna mess some dudes up. <laughs> yeah. like, that's not gonna be pretty on the back end. <laughs> no, um, but like. In Logan, he's also, like, the reluctant hero. He's like, and let's come full circle to our Star Wars podcast, he's like Han Solo. He doesn't want to be the hero. He wants to just be left alone, but, like, stuff keeps coming towards him. So it's... He's like Wakanda. Hmm. Well. Yeah. But I just can't get down on Black Panther, because, I mean, like, you're sitting there, and, and maybe it's just this... This idea, like, someone I don't respect in basketball is Steph Curry. Because his, his dad was obviously an NBA star. He's basically been handed anything that he ever wanted. And then he goes out there and chews his mouth guard at the side of his mouth. And, like, acts like he's some great basketball player. Well, I mean, that's exactly how Black Panther would act in reality. I mean, that's... The way he acts now is not exactly how you would act if you were a prince of a kingdom and all this other stuff. There were some similarities there, but... Steph Curry has, like, no humility, whereas Black Panther had a lot of that. He definitely was more humble. Yeah, let's be clear. The Mike Up Movie Podcast is not a fan of Steph Curry. Yeah, nobody here is a fan. <laughs> nobody. But, yeah, that's what – I mean, it's one thing if, okay, yeah, his dad was an NBA player. Black Panther's dad was the Black Panther and whatever, president of Wakanda. Yes, that was handed to him. But, like, they both still had to work hard to be what they are. But the attitude with which that they do it is completely different, in my opinion. Steph Curry is just a total punk and just super, super cocky, which rubs me completely the wrong way. Which Humility goes me, a long way. Which brings me to LeBron and Killmonger. <laughs> I mean, Killmonger's like LeBron. Here we go. You know, I, mean, I grew up grew up in a poor neighborhood. You know, his father, never knew his father, passed away early. Yeah. And boom, now he's like the greatest basketball player ever. So I'm just saying, yeah. Like they really didn't put reality. So Wakanda should have drafted yeah, Killmonger Wakanda in the first round. Of, <laughs> well, it's interesting too be, because of like all the superhero movies. I mean, obviously there's a villain component to it. Has there ever been a such a compelling villain? I can't think there has been besides Bucky and Captain America. That That's, he was good, or like the Winter Soldier, whatever you want to call him, like. There's not a lot of compelling villains out there. Um, yeah, but also, 
I don't know the Thor universe that well, and my brother's going to kill me for that because he named his dog after Thor. But, like, wasn't <laughs> Thor, like, a prince? Like, Thor and Loki, wasn't their dad, like, the king of they Asgard? Were in line yeah, I don't like, like Thor either. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see the new Thor, though? I have not. I've been trying to bootleg oh, it. Oh, <laughs> it was so good. That's the, I'm waiting for that, actually, to come out. It was way better than Dark World. Dark rental. World was terrible, but this one was awesome. Yeah, see, I mean, that's that's one of those movies where it's it's really hard because he's just got so many superpowers and he's so indestructible. It's you, almost like Superman. Like, you it's, know who, it's hard. You know who Black Panther reminds me of? Cyclops. That's who he reminds me of. Explain. Ah. Because it's like the goody little two-shoe guy always following, like, you know, the rule of the master and like trying to do right by everybody. And then all this stuff, all this stuff just reminds me of Cyclops. All right. And then Killmonger reminds me of Wolverine. I mean, that's basically that's why comparison. That's why I like it. Right. I mean, let's just be honest. Like Killmonger is such a more interesting character, whereas Black Panther is just so cut and dry. It's just like, man, it makes me want to fall asleep during the movie. Um, well, here's another interesting component, though, of the Black Panther movie. I thought the technology was disgusting. It was almost sick. like watching a Bond like, movie. It was pretty cool. The fa- the one part where, like, yeah, his was sister good. was, like, driving the car in Wakanda, but they're in Korea. Like, I don't know. They did some cool tech stuff with that. Yep. Um, funnily enough, I mean, their technology is almost better than, like, the Stark Industries tech. Um, I don't know. That it was might cool be. to see. The sis, yeah, the sister's character, she was cool. Um, who did you know? If anybody watches Walking Dead, did you notice that? Yeah, Michonne. Michonne. Like, it took me a minute. I was like, how do I know her? And then finally, like, she put on that wig, and then I realized the lady like, who's like the general or like the head of the. She is she, one hardcore lady, man. Yeah. Holy cow! Yeah, amazing. That was pretty cool. To see. Yeah, I, I think they should have uh, gave her a katana. Well, the the ooh, now we're talking. Oh, that would have been sweet. Vibranium katana, but yeah, the uh, <laughs> that I think you know, the, the, I don't know if this was written before or after Wonder Woman, but the Wonder Woman, like all of the interest and excitement that um, gained in like the female community, I think they they About played off that with yeah. these strong, amazing women in this movie because that was oh, like yeah, absolutely they were hardcore. Well, and like, it was awesome. Angela Bassett like kind of saves the day by taking the flower with them to the other tribesmen. I forget his name as well in the mountains. Yes. The bear guy. Yeah. yeah. What, uh, I, I don't remember um, his name either. Well, and, and so at the end of the day, this is an origin story. I think they're trying to plug it into the Avengers universe. I mean, black Panther's got a role to play in, in was it infinity war? Right. I guess we're saying. And vibranium obviously does too. They Probably. alluded to that. It, it seemed, did did he mention that in Iron Man at all? Is vibranium a key to his? What's like the key to his like heart thing that keeps him alive but gives him power? That's not vibranium. That was some it? like no, electromagnet te- or something. That's some technology that he that is. Oh, that wasn't anything. His father special. started and then made and created. And because okay. remember he made it in the cave over there in the middle of Afghanistan. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like some crazy physics. It's not yeah. supernatural. But then he fixed all that, so he doesn't have that problem anymore. Wait, did he? Because in yeah. Civil War, he gets gets a shield right to the chest, and that powers down his suit. Well, he, he still has that power in the suit, but now he's fixed it, so he doesn't have it all that crap in his heart. Oh, so yeah. he's not—he didn't—he's he's not person, dying. His body okay. is not. 
tied to the suit. He was tied to the suit for the longest time, but it was killing him. So then he went. That's right. That's right. Um, So I guess uh, I don't even remember how many Marvel movies there's been so far. Like, where do we want to place Black Panther in the in the mix? Do we want to say what our favorite is? Like, I'll just start real quick. I always thought Spider-Man. He's always been my favorite comic book guy. But they've kind of messed up those movies. Like, they're not good. Like, the last one was okay. And then, like, the one with the dude from the Facebook movies was okay. <laughs> but, like, the Tobey Maguire ones, I hated those. Yeah, it's kind of like so the original stupid. trilogy of Star so Wars. Stupid. Or not the original, but the prequels. It's like, so, like, he was my that. favorite. But, like, I, I like the latest ones. The latest Spider-Mans? Yeah. The latest one was awesome. Yeah, like the Homecoming one yep. with Michael Keaton. That was a pretty cool one. Mm-hmm. I did like that. Um, but of these Marvel ones, I really like Captain America. I think he's... I never liked him growing up, but he's an intriguing hero, I think, in these. He's your idealist. He's the one who still is, like, very much committed to, I am not compromising. There's nothing I, you can do to to taint my perspectives or whatever. Yeah. Right. I think. And you're obviously Wolverine all the way. But, like. See, He's here, good. Here's the thing that I have a problem with Wolverine about. <laughs> Logan is amazing, but the other Wolverine movies I think are garbage. Like the one in so Japan bad. where he's like fighting samurai. Like what the hell was that? It was just a marketing ploy. They finally got serious about what they're doing and they're actually making well, I, don't, I really I really I really don't feel like they were garbage. I feel like in the last movie Logan, they finally decided to go full Logan. And they been, they went, I mean, it even sounds better because instead of naming it Wolverine or something like that, they said Logan. Right. Like, it's about the human man instead of the persona of the X-Men. And so, and really, that's who he is. He's not Wolverine. He's Logan. Right. And so, when that movie comes out and he is basically fighting to save a girl that is not even his real daughter, it's kind of his clone daughter... And all this other stuff, like, he finally gets a chance to be completely human as a father. And then knows what it's like to sacrifice for the future. Because as we sit here and we hear all these stories, like we talked about the stories of the sins of thy father. It's like the exact opposite with him where he is actually fighting to keep the future alive for his daughter. Mm -hmm. Which is a very admirable trait. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it is. Um... Which is not that bad. It still kind of coincides with Black Panther because in the end, Black Panther is like, I don't want this to happen again. And he goes and starts doing reach out programs to the projects and then starts doing things in the end. Right. He's trying to break the cycle and stuff. Yeah. Which that was a cool ending. Makes absolutely no sense. But. that's Why? Well, I mean, all right. So a guy from the outside comes and basically tries to steal all your vibranium. And tries to overthrow your entire community. And a guy from the outside does all this stuff. And then all of a sudden you're going to go and start hanging out on the outside? <laughs> I, uh, like you've seen... like, like it's, tur- it's about turning the other cheek, Sam. <laughs> it opens I got, eyes. I, I, got no, yeah. I got no quarrels with turning the other cheeks. But in reality, that's not how that goes. Well, Killmonger just opened his eyes to a different perspective and he bought into it. It was like not, maybe not the way Killmonger wanted to, but he was, he was like, okay, these, 
the rest of our community does need help. I'm not going to do this by taking over like or killing people or whatever Killmonger wanted to do. He's just doing it in a different way. He, he, the message was still kind of the same, but the means were totally different. Well, this is going to be really interesting because I just heard this theory thrown out there. So like, are you guys familiar with Thanos and what the infinity war stuff is like? He's searching for the stones. So the theory I heard was the last stone he's looking for is in Wakanda. And so that could get real interesting if what you're saying, Sam, happens. They open their borders and they're they're trying to help more people and it welcomes in a creature like Thanos trying to search for the last infinity stone. And like I could see Wakanda in ruins. Interesting. Interesting. Anyways, are you more of an X-Men guy or are you more of an Avengers guy? Well, I'm totally an X-Men guy. Okay. See, that I've X-Men tr- cartoon back I, in the day, I've that was amazing. That, that was a good cartoon. I miss like, that. That's my indoctrination is the X-Men cartoon. The, yes. The movies really got just me. kind of almost killed my desire for superhero movies, though. Between those and, like, the Spider-Mans. There were some bad ones. In the ones. early 2000s. But they've, they've remedied those for the most part. Everybody throws a few hiccups out there, but for the okay. most part, my Marvel has hit home runs. Okay. Very good. Um, anything else we want to say about this movie, guys, or are we, we about tapped out with Marvel? <sighs> I got to admit, man. I mean, I would say as I was watching it, it wasn't like the most engaging movie I've ever experienced. However, in talking with you with you afterwards, I've, I've, I've given it a little higher rating on the scale. And I do like some of the dynamics that are at play, the struggles that are at play. And it's going to be, I think I've come around a little bit. It just didn't grab me like some of the other movies. I don't know. It just seems a little slower to me. I just, I want, in a superhero movie, I just kind of like, for this, it wasn't like a Logan that was, I'll say it, it wasn't was, set up that way at least. I wasn't walking in expecting that. I'll say it was probably about 10 minutes too long. Um, and I was, a little, <laughs> I was a little upset that there wasn't enough Kendrick in the movie. Because that soundtrack any. is sick. It is awesome. It's a good soundtrack. I mean, I would say that as an origin movie, it better be like for me to come back and say, oh, all right, it was worth it. It's got to be on T2 level. I mean. T2 is not the origin, though. I know <laughs> the Terminator movie compared to T two. I mean, T two is so much better. So much. Better. So like, if the next Black Panther movie is like out of this world, like awesome, then sign me up. But until then, I mean, it just seems like another origin movie for another character that's just gonna feed into the Avengers universe that they're setting up with the big Infinity Wars with Thanos and all this other stuff. And it's like, all right, I've already bid on this stuff enough. Just show me the movie that you want to show me. Don't give me the fluff beforehand. They've right? got to set it up, though. Yeah, I mean, I mean you can set it Captain, up. All the you first want. Captain America wasn't that great. Captain America: Winter Soldier was Winter Soldier amazing. Was sick. And actually, I think Civil War might be better than that. Civil War was even better. I, I agree, but the first one didn't grab me very much, and I love Captain yeah. America. Yeah. No, I agree. I think that's maybe part of it too. Is I didn't know anything about Black Panther. That's my own ignorance of just that character. I didn't. I wasn't into the comic books but like i had just played video games and maybe that's like they were just focused on iron man and captain america and i just naturally gravitated to that yeah i wasn't i i knew about black panther i didn't know like every nook and cranny of his backstory but 
I didn't have the nostalgia attachment, so that might have had part of it. But okay. I forgot to ask this though: Are we a Marvel podcast or are we a DC podcast? Because oh you gosh. can't be both. And because I think, obviously, Batman's the best superhero ever, right? I mean, those Christopher Nolan movies. Uh, the DC universe ended after the original Batman. Well, the the the. Um, Gosh, Christian Bale, Batman. Yeah, that's what I mean. The the movies they put out since then have been absolute trash. Oh, you guys don't like Ben Affleck? No, he's awful. And Superman <laughs> versus Batman was atrocious. Oh, see, we'll have to have another podcast because I'll fight you on that. I think it wasn't as bad as some people think. You're right. It was worse. <laughs> <laughs> I find that surprising. <laughs> I find that surprising. I thought you'd be endearing of the Batman CrossFit montage. I I didn't say I didn't like Batman. I just don't like those movies. The original ones with Christian Bale. I just watched Dark Knight the other night because I just wanted to see them again. I was like, I need some good DC. I mean, honestly, I watched the Batman movies just so I can see Joker. He that Well, that too. I mean, he's incredible. That is the best Joker that will ever be done. What? Which one? Heath Ledger. Well, I don't know. I thought Jack Nicholas was pretty good too. I, he was, I, but Heath is yeah. better. Uh, Jared Leto, I mean, we haven't even we should do, gotten there. Before we get too into this, D- let's DC, do another one DC on this. sounds yeah. like another one. <laughs> it sounds like we've tapped out on the Black Panther so far. Maybe um, just a Batman Obviously, we'll podcast. be back in six months when Infinity Stone or Infinity Wars, whatever the hell it's called, comes out. But, it's just summer, Because right? I think we're all sold on superhero movies, right? We're going to oh, see yeah. them all. I'll still go see the stupid DC movies just because I want to know, <laughs> but I'll do it begrudgingly. Yeah. And they've done a terrible job yeah, setting up their else, world. Sam, are you good? No, I'm good. I've made my peace with this world. All right. <laughs> well, hey, Black Panther's pretty good. Anyways, we'll see you guys. Thanks for listening to the Mike Dub Movie Podcast. Steve Jose, Austin Taylor, Sam Carmony, signing off. Thanks. <laughs>